Hello there, and welcome to the Grappling with God podcast, where we talk about grappling with our faith, family, and obviously, jujitsu. We are your hosts, Aaron Troby and Kurt Kroll. Um, mic check. My mic is on. My uh, mic is on. Your mic is on. All good. Okay. You see so, the light because I can't see the light. I can see the light. I see the light. Um, Don't go into the light, Aaron. <laughs> so this is episode. This is gonna be episode ten. Yeah, dude. Whoa, bro, the big ten. And I sent you the. I sent you the message <clears throat> last night because two months ago yesterday, our first episode came out. That is true. Um, so here's what's going on. So we are actually at my house today, and so you're probably gonna hear a completely different audio um we played with it a little bit we didn't like some stuff but we like how we sounded so we're going with it <laughs> yes um i'm sure some of you don't like i'm eating a, a sucker right now i haven't had one of these things in, a, in forever so so that's what's going on we are at my house we are recording this episode in my spare bedroom technically my son's room and uh so yeah so you might hear a tv on in the back or you might hear my son matthew crying or yelling or he might even come in so because technically we're in his room so yeah i mean it's not decorated like his room at all it's going to be um very soon we already started putting pictures up as you see of batman his his little those are actually my batman pictures but we're i'll have to bring, i have a couple batman things and if they're not too creepy i'll bring them over okay um so we actually don't even have like a um like a point like to this episode where like you were asking me like, Hey, what should we talk about? You wanted to start the 32 principle series. Um, series thing. I think that should be something we break up in time. Mm-hmm. Um, so and, you don't want to do all like, well, I don't know all of them yet. I don't know all 32 principles to that level. You know, like if we do connection here pretty soon, I'm, I'm cool with that. Like I'd be cool with starting connection. Not today. Because we actually had a pretty good idea for this episode. We just talk. Yeah. Um, so some main feedback that I've been getting from some of the people that were involved in helping with this podcast was, you know, sometimes it's good to just have a natural conversation. Like not talk about anything specific. Just have a normal conversation and just let that be its own like thing sometimes. Yeah. Like I, its own episode. I feel like our conversations are pretty natural. We just like to have a point that we want to talk about. Yeah. Um, so we don't have an actual like topic today is basically what we're, is what we're getting at. But we were having a conversation about Batman before this and you were like, hold on, we need to be recording this. I'm like, why do we need to be recording this? And you actually brought up a pretty good point because of what we were talking about. And completely aside from the story of what we were talking about, the point you were bringing up of what was it? Not, you know, being scared well, and because, feeling helpless. Because I was talking about how I don't like Batman as a character just because I don't like his origin story mm-hmm. and how the whole principle of him being the Batman is like his fear of bats and then his parents dying. Now, that's not exactly the way it is in the it's comics. not it's not oh it's that's not the whole story yeah is basically what it is and there's 
they rewrite the story over and over and over. And there's like a bunch of different ways and different universes and all this crap. But what I was explaining to you was what I admire about Batman is that one, he's not my favorite superhero. Okay. Spider-Man is my favorite superhero. We'll get into that another day. (laughs) But what I liked about it, what I like about him and what I admire about it is that, yeah, the story of what happened to him as a kid was kind of sad. Obviously, this is all fictional, um, but very much real emotion behind it, right? Mm-hmm. And and I was telling you that it's also the fact that he felt helpless and scared, and he didn't want to feel that ever again. Yes. And that's one of the things that led to him becoming Batman. Obviously, there's a lot more to it, but yeah. that's one of the things that I admire about him. And you were saying that's funny because how many times do we feel like that? How many times do we feel helpless and scared and we don't want to feel that anymore? You know, with anything, with with whether we're in a fight, whether we're in an argument, whether we're in just an uncomfortable situation, like sometimes we feel scared and sometimes we feel helpless and we don't we don't want to feel that anymore. Right. Um, And that's what I was kind of saying, like, as parents, as dads, as husbands, like. That's a common feeling, at least for me. Mm-hmm. Um, now, I'm super, I'm probably like one of the most emotional guys you will ever meet. I don't have a problem opening up to just anybody, even random Joe Smoes. Yeah. Um, you've actually kind of had to stop me once or twice here on the podcast because you're like, dude, it's too much. Um, I think the thing is, is it's not that it's too much. It's just, we just have to be careful. Like there's stuff that should be said, right? That needs to be said, but it's better said in like a private, like a real private conversation. And then there's a way that that same thing could be said for public ears to where it won't cause like a, like a trigger. Yeah. Right. Because there's other people that deal with this same issue. Um, like we all deal with the same issues, but how we deal with them are in, are different. You know, some people deal with depression or anxiety or uh, shyness differently, right? Some people, when they're shy, they like overreact and they get too excited and end up like hurting someone on accident or something like that. Yeah. Or they just don't say or do anything, and then you just don't get a word out of them. Um, I've seen that with kids. I've seen a kid get excited about and uh, was shy but got so excited about and didn't know how to control his emotion of being shy and he ended up like getting too crazy and ended up hurting a kid this wasn't even at jujitsu this was actually at church and um because there was a kid that was that was um just didn't want to he doesn't want to be part of the group he just wants to sit over by himself and then go home later and i was trying to get him to be part of the group and I got him, I got him a little, not riled up, but I, I was talking to him. I got him excited and he got all happy, but he was still shy towards the other kid. Yeah. And, and he didn't know how to react because he just walked up to the kid and didn't say anything. He just kind of like pushed the kid and was like, I'm going to play with you. Like, but because he doesn't like have that social skill, I guess, I don't know. He override, whatever. Um, but I've also seen, you know, even, well, let's say at jujitsu, you know, I've seen kids come in so shy. They don't want to do anything. They don't want to say anything. Right. Or I'll get them on the mat doing the move, 
but then they don't want to talk, which that's a very big part of it because most of the fights that most fights that happen can be avoided just by using your words. So if yeah. you're so shy, you never say anything. How are we supposed to, or how is someone supposed to know? Yeah, I feel that. Mm-hmm. Um, it's weird though. Cause... I just have to point out to you, you look super comfortable sitting on my bed. Dude, I am like. Like you're falling asleep. I don't think we should record at my house ever again because this is bad. You're, we got food. You're. Well, we're about to have food. Well, by the way, our food's here. She signaled me while you were talking. Talking. I'll go get the food. <laughs> yeah, so the power of editing is I can just edit all this out, or mm-hmm. I can make you do it because I edited out mm-hmm. six minutes from the last episode, and man, that was like it took an. A solid hour to edit out six minutes to the point where I was like, I'm happy with this. Mm-hmm. Um, no, and you, actually, I think we're doing a pretty good job on, yeah. on everything with with coming into this with no knowledge of any of it <laughs> and being able to even like you had mentioned, we have like we don't have big numbers and people listening, but we have like a consistent number like yeah. it's like the same people or the same close to the same number which is good because it's, we're doing what we wanted to do it's always between 14 and 20 so those 14 of 20 those 14 to 20 of you that continually listen to us thank you <laughs> um yeah 100 percent. thank you but also what's cool though is that we we're starting to figure out the audio thing like mm-hmm. depending on how this sounds and how we feel about it I will now like really, really, really promote the the yeah. podcast. I haven't been promoting it a whole lot on purpose because I know that we both wanted to have a little bit better quality in in our episode. Yeah, like you promoted the crap out of our first episode, and it's at like 130 plays. Yeah, which is I'm um, just it's awesome, right? But then I look at all the other episodes, and I'm like. I see, I see like this, this mine's at 50, episode three is at like 43, and then we just, yeah, uh, we actually have a mom that, that trains at this, she's actually probably listening to this right now, um, she, she loves podcasts, yeah. I cannot remember her name, I'm sorry, I can't remember your name, but I remember your kids' names, <laughs> um, but she loves podcasts. And when we, when I told her um, about it, her daughter had asked me, Hey, Aaron, coach Aaron, what's your, you know, what's your podcast name? And I told her, and then they literally came back like later that day, or they, they came back the next day or something like that. And they're like, Oh, we listened to all your episodes. I'm like, I just told you about it like a few hours ago. <laughs> and like, yeah, they like, literally just went and binged the, all of our episodes and they, and the, the daughter, Gray Lynn actually had a lot of good things to say. She said that, she likes our voices yeah. and that we do a really good job at our podcast. So, and that is from Ray Lynn. So she don't, she don't lie. She'll well, tell you the truth. She's, if you ask her if you're fat, she'll tell you you're fat. <laughs> well, thank you, Ray Lynn. Um, yeah. So I really enjoyed this. I mean, we're 10 episodes in and it's helped me a lot. It's done what I wanted it to do for me with, you know, getting me to, think about these things and to you know read the bible more speaking of which Mm -hmm. our challenge starts today which i know both of us still have to do 
Um, so for to... those that are confused, um, what he means is the the challenge starts today, October was today, October tenth. Yeah. Um, but this episode won't be coming out till next, technically next, next week. week. Um, but so uh, but if, if you've listened to them in order every Monday when they come out, yeah, they should be about a week into the yeah, challenge be, by the time this episode comes out. You should be seven days into your challenge, and hopefully it's going well. Hopefully you are, you know, posting it and spreading the word because I think that'd be kind of cool. Um, Jack, this should have come up with a hashtag for them to use, like hashtag um, GWP. Hmm? Um, GWGP, right? Yeah, GWGP <laughs> uh, would be the hashtag. And Aaron just ran away. I feel like this is going to be one of those really weird, random episodes. Oh, you were getting plates. Yeah, plates are good. Yeah. I was looking at it, I'm like, I kind of don't feel like getting grease all over my sheets. Yeah. Um, I was the same way. I'm, a, I'm just trying to make as little noise as possible while you're talking. I'm kind of a sloppy eater, too. So I was looking at it like, I'm probably going to get chicken and fries all over your bed. Go ahead and don't do that. <laughs> um, but you actually kind of have some news. Um, I don't know if you want to talk about it, though. Is you? I think that's you, bro. It ain't me. Or look, maybe, bro, maybe it's her. I know exactly who these are. These are my wife's. Um, look, here's the thing. I'm just going to say this. Del Taco carne asada fries are not real carne asada fries, okay? Del Taco <laughs> isn't real Mexican. No, I know. But, like, for some reason, my wife loves their carne asada fries. But anywhere else we go, she doesn't like carne asada fries. I'm like, you don't even like real carne asada fries. <laughs> Hmm. Um, yeah, actually, I do have some news. You, if you want to go ahead and start eating and stuff, get your stuff out. Yeah. Um, so, by the time this episode comes out, everyone should know about it by then. But we actually, you're talking about the fight, correct? Yeah. Okay, yeah. So, we actually stepped back from the fight. So, we're not fighting November 5th. Even though last episode, you just made an official... That, like, you had just announced it on the podcast. Yeah, we had just announced, yeah. Um, we had some stuff unexpectedly come up, I guess you could say. Because um, there's some that know, and then there's some that don't. But right now, the timing for the for not just me, but even the entire team isn't the best. Um, so we decided we're just going to wait. We're probably actually looking at whenever their next fight should be or their next card should be, which I think they were saying probably in January sometime. So we're basically just not going to fight this year. We're going to start back up next year or at the end of the year, whenever they have their next card, we just wanted to push this one. But with on the bright side of it, October is a very interesting month because there's a lot that goes on during October for me, uh, obviously my birthday. Um, we're really? taking Matthew to some places, uh, for Halloween and stuff like that. Now that, now that he's actually old enough, but, um, it's cool. Cause we get to go to, I get to go to the men's retreat with you, which was one of our big, like, dang, like we wish we could, we were able to do this. I believe in the episode we dropped today, or it was the baptism episode where you had 
Um, you actually got me re-excited though. Like if I didn't get to go to the men's retreat, I was down, like, I was kind of excited, like with everything we were talking about, but now we get to go to the men's retreat yeah. and you don't have to go with, uh, that guy you were talking about you Tom, um, and, and room with, which, yeah, in room with Tom, nothing against Tom, but, um, we bought our tickets together, hoping to room together, yeah. which is great because, you know, he's got a guy that wants to go but didn't have a room and since i already had a room basically my slot was going to be sitting empty but now it's not and now he's got an extra bed so it works out for everybody yeah um so how have things been with your with your faith or going because i know you were you've been going to church more you finally signed up to get for the baptism class or to get baptized the baptism class the baptism so I'm class going to, to the, learn about it do the baptism class on the 30th okay which i'm hoping the day before halloween that's a good day to, to learn about getting baptized um which <laughs> we don't we don't do halloween in our house why um i don't really know to be honest because uh, I've never really been huge on Halloween, but my wife was like, you know, we don't do the celebrating the, uh, Halloween and like dressing up like, uh, skeletons and all this stuff. And there was never re- really a solid reason except for we don't do it. Okay. Um, but like we'll still let Cora dress up, but just not as like anything. Yeah, of course, obviously, nothing um, like crazy or meat or bad. Yeah, right. Like, yeah, she's she's been in the Power Rangers. Like, <laughs> go hard, go Power Rangers! Like hardcore. Um, Good. So. That that means you've been raising your daughter right. Okay. I just met a kid the other day that has never even heard of Dragon Ball Z. Like, okay, I get not watching it, yeah, but never hearing about it. I was like, "How old are you?" He's like twelve. I'm like, "One, it's popular right now, again, and two, I didn't tell the kid this, but I'm like, that is horrible parenting. How do you not show your kid Dragon Ball Z?" So Cora was watching Dragon Ball Z and Naruto. Okay. By the time she was one. Yeah. See, here's the thing, though, because we enjoy those shows so much, we'll overlook. The stuff we don't want our kids seeing, right? Like Master Roshi is a pervert. There's some weird, interesting stuff that happens in anime, right? Hardcore. But here's the thing. We'll overlook that to let our kids watch it because we like it. How many other things do we do that with? See, I don't... I can't say we don't 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 don't, you can't go back on it. I can't say we don't like Master Roshi because Master Roshi is... No, I'm not saying that. What I'm saying though is think about that though. Think of what you just said. I won't let my daughter dress up as certain things for a certain reason, right? Because we don't agree that, you know, whatever about the holiday. Uh-huh. But then you'll turn around and say, but I'll let her watch Dragon Ball Z yeah. by the time she's old one, two. I did the same thing. I'm not judging. I'm just saying. Yeah. Like, that's how we are as human beings. It's that. We want what we want. And as long as it's our way, we're good with it. Have you ever been like that with God? I think we're like that. We're like that with God all the all time. All the time. All the time. I, I want you to help me, but I want you to help me the way I want you to help me. Yeah, it doesn't work like that. If you want help from God, 
if you want, you know, to be saved by God, like you have to leave it to up to him and however he wants to do it. Yeah. You don't have, you know, beggars can't be choosers. Which is difficult, right? Oh, yeah. Unfortunately, we're human and we can only see. It's easier. It's so much easier, dude, for us to see the negative than the positive. Like, I have some stuff going on at work. Um, and it's it's kind of political, but it's putting me in. Is it stuff that can get you in trouble for talking about it? No. Okay. Um, and I'm gonna be very big with it anyway because it involves <clears throat> other people. It doesn't even involve me, but unfortunately, because of my position, it does. It's putting me in the middle. Yeah. But yet, I have nothing to do with it. Mm-hmm. But my hours are being changed and cut. And, all this other crap and it's it's difficult for me because i'm stressing out over how i'm gonna pay my bills and all this other stuff and i'm just not happy about it um and it's like i want some help and i think maybe that i'm getting the help but it's not the kind of help that i want Mm -hmm. so um, it's not helping because it's not what i want yeah (laughs) <laughs> we just had a pretty good conversation on the way to my house when I picked you up. And I literally told you the same thing. <laughs> like, you know, we always have stuff going on, right? All of us, all the time. There's always something going on, whether it's to us, whether it's small or big is, you know, is irrelevant, but we always have stuff going on. And that's what I was mentioning to you is like, I want this, but I want it my way. Yeah. And, and, and I know, I know that's not how it works. But I, that, I st- it still doesn't stop me from feeling that way, you know? And it's just interesting how that was the what we were talking about coming over here to my house. And then it ended up us talking about it anyway. Yeah. Um, well, so to kind of take us back a little bit, though, on the Halloween thing, I actually think we should do a Halloween episode. Maybe not on Halloween, but like a, a Halloween kind of, you know, thing. Maybe we talk about it or whatever. I definitely want to talk about the whole topic of should we as Christians, as believers, celebrate Halloween? I want to talk about that. Yeah. You, what would you say? I I would say with a lot of things, it depends on where you're at. Okay. Um, and it's, it's... Let's break it down to the basic though. Like... Should as us as believers and as Christian men, and should we and let uh, should we ourselves and our families celebrate Halloween? Yes or no? Just whatever, how whatever you think. Yes or no? So I would say in the context that the society we live in now, okay, does it? No. Um, plain and simple. What do you mean? The the way I see it now as our society celebrating it, it celebrates the occult. Okay. Okay, so what you're saying is the way people celebrate Halloween now, no. No, I say no. Yeah. So what what do you what do you think like so, would, would change that answer to yes or like like what what it, to you would be like okay in if this this and this i would celebrate halloween like like i said it depends on where you're at but okay. so with with my family 
we don't not celebrate Halloween. We just don't do the dressing up and the the you know the scary movies, scary houses or anything. Scary like that. houses or anything that <clears throat> isn't like family. I will still go. We're like we're still gonna go to the church chunk or, ch- chunk or treat, trunk or treat. Man, I cannot talk. Trunk or treat? Yeah, yeah. Um, you're good, bro. You're just sitting comfortably in a bed. That's why. But uh, we do we do family movie night. Mm-hmm. So we'll go get pizza. Uh, we'll go get all the junk food and candy we want rather than going and getting it from strangers. That's another reason why we don't trick or treat mm. because I don't trust people. Okay. Um, because, you know, you don't know what these people are doing to the candy before they hand it out. Okay. Um, but we just make it a family thing. Like, we watch movies. Um, and yeah, they some of them probably aren't the best. Like for some reason, we like the Adams Family. Okay. Um, probably not a movie you should be watching with a five-year-old. Def- definitely not one of the worst ones you can watch. De- oh, definitely not one of the worst, but probably not one of the best either. Mm-hmm. Um, but we still do stuff like that. You know? okay. Yeah, I think this would be an awesome episode to have is to talk about like whether or not we should. like As we get closer to Halloween, you know, <clears throat> my own personal thought on it, I think it's perfectly fine to celebrate. You know what I mean? For my own reasons. And we'll get into all of that during the episode. Um, probably in like an episode or two, like probably next episode or the one after. Mm-hmm. But um, I, I, I would say yes. I would say no for the same reasons you say no. Like, do I think that we should be letting kids dress up as, like, adult characters? No. Like, and I don't just mean scary. I mean, like, I don't, like, yeah, there shouldn't be a five-year-old walking around dressed up as Harley Quinn in in wearing how Harley Quinn wears her stuff. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. a little tutu with Harley Quinn on it is one thing, but, like, a le- the whole legit costume, but for a five-year-old girl, I don't, I don't agree. I don't agree that a little boy, a little five-year-old boy should be walking around as Michael Myers with a fake knife either. That's my personal opinion, right? I agree, not agree, but I do enjoy myself going to haunted houses, going and not so much scary movies. I'm not a big fan of that, but like I enjoy going to haunted houses and being scared and stuff like that. Um, I And I think it's the separation of reality that that I like about it too is like, I know it's not real, but yeah. this is the closest I can get to feeling something like that without actually going out and putting myself in that situation. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Not saying that I'm going to go and get abducted by aliens, <laughs> but it's pretty cool walking through a, a, you know, a haunted house where you're in an alien spaceship and people are jumping out and scaring you. It's pretty cool, you know? Um, and that could also just be going back to what? Hypocrisy. Like we were talking about earlier, yeah. like, oh, yeah, like, I don't like this. Well, I'll handle it as long as it's on my terms, you know, yeah. or I'll deal with it as long as on my terms or, or accept it or whatever. Um, when it ultimately, when it comes down to it, anything and everything, this is, this is what it should come down to. Ult- anything and everything that points you away from God should not be part of your life. That's with anything. That could be eating food. That could be hanging out with a certain group of people. It could be doing drugs, whatever. Anything that separates you from God or anything that God would, you know, commands of us or wants us to do, we shouldn't do. 
that's ultimately what it is. No matter how you feel about it, no matter how you feel about Halloween or no matter how I feel about haunted houses or no matter whatever, God put, you know, God said certain rules and he's like, you know, you, you do this, you don't do this, you don't do this, you don't do this, no matter what you feel about it, right? So that's what we struggle with as humans is like to us is it's wrong to do certain things. Let's say stealing a candy bar. Right. Yeah. But it's okay to steal if your family needs help. Right. Technically, no, because God said no. But technically, yeah. No. But as humans, we're like, well, we'll deal. We're, we're okay with that for now. Like, like for this, for this instant, like we'll make this exception. Once you start making exceptions, that's what, that's what kind of helps lead to people being able to use excuses and all, you know, and whine and do all this. I want this, that my way or whatever. Um, it, I personally, I think is because of that, because if you, if you just ultimately look at it, is, is it just a yes or no question? You have your answer then. Well, yes, but this, this, and this, no, it, yes or no. Is it yes? Or is it no? You can't be both like, Oh, it's right but it's kind of wrong or it's wrong, but it's kind of right. Like it's one or the other. If you kill someone, it doesn't matter the reason for it. You still killed someone. Okay. And we talked about this in previous episodes. What does God look at? Your heart, your intention, your heart. And he looks at everything. Yeah. He doesn't just look at the one so, little situation. You know, so, you know, um, I kind of lost the point that I was going to make. Uh, we talked about it in between. So we remember, uh, so you guys know at around the 30 minute mark for us, um, we have to cut this off and then re-record another. We have to re-record uh, every 30 minutes. So we had to stop. So we had a pretty long pause. But you were mentioning that when I was talking about how like yes or no, right? Like like ultimately when it comes down to it, it's yes or no. Yeah. And, and you were saying that you've gone to the Bible. During the break, I told you, I was like, my immediate rebuttal to that is like, the Bible's not yes or no. I went to the Bible looking for yes or no answers on things. Okay. And it's never like that. And at least that I can tell. It's never like blatantly, no, you shouldn't do that. Yeah. So... The point, the, the I think it was more of what I was trying to say is that when we, when we question, like let's say a commandment, for example, when you question a commandment, like, is it okay to kill? Well, God said, do not kill. So I'm going to say, no, it's not okay to kill. Okay. But I just found someone like hurting someone really bad. And the only way I could stop them was to kill them. So am I going to go to hell? I, that's between you and God. That because you could tell me that story, but you could be lying about half of it, and you could be lying about most of it. So ultimately, it always comes down to you and God, and the fact that He died for our sins. He died for that, for the fact that you killed someone. He died for the fact that you cheated on someone. He died for the fact that you did this or that, whatever the sin is. Um, the yes or no one is this right? Sometimes we take that to things we already know the answer to if you were to say hey is killing good or bad it's bad no, but well, it could be used in but god can use someone being killed in a good way 
right? He takes all things and uses them for uh, – if he uses them, he uses them for good, right? Okay, well, but when you look <clears> at <throat> that, and I don't want to get us off too much of a rabbit trail. Okay. But – Oh yes. that oh that doesn't exist when you're talking about the Bible, bro. <laughs> yes, yes, killing is wrong. Okay. One hundred percent. Now there are circumstances which don't make it okay, but make it understandable. Yes. Like if someone were to break in my house and threaten my child's life, mm-hmm. you best believe that you know I'm not gonna intentionally try and kill them. I'll try to subdue them first, but if they die in the process. They die in the process. Yes. And that's where God looks at your heart, looks at your intentions, looks at the whole big picture, looks at, you know, everything, right? Like we had talked about, if you hit a kid, if you're driving down the road, sober, not not even on anything, just normal driving down the road and you hit a kid and kill him, like, God, will God hold that against you? I don't believe so. I don't think he would because you didn't intentionally kill that kid. Now, if you looked at the kid and was like, I wonder, I don't know. I don't know. That's between you and God. But you... Do you think, uh, for instance, soldiers that go off to war? Okay. Rather, the war is. I can't. I don't know. I know. I know where you're going to take this. Like you're, what you're going to ask me. I don't know. I've never. Here's the thing. I can only speak my opinion on things. I can't give actual like facts. Yeah. Um, on certain topics because I, I don't know. Like I don't know what it's like to be a soldier out to, at war. I have an idea. Uh, based on video games, movies, and stories that I've heard from people who have actually been in combat and stuff, right? So I'm real big on not killing bugs if I don't if I don't have to, right? Like if there's a black widow attacking my son, I'm gonna squish it. But I'm not gonna go out of my way to kill a cockroach if I can help it outside. Some people look at that and they're like, "Oh my gosh, that's crazy." One of the main reasons I feel that way, there used to be a man named Dennis. I'm not, I don't know. I don't remember his last name. But he used to train with us. He was in his like 70s, like early 70s when he started training with us. And he was a Marine. He's a Marine. And he's been in some stuff from what he's told me, right? I mean, he had all kinds of issues, right? He was one of the people that I would tell, that I would bring up if someone were to give me an excuse as to why they wouldn't do jujitsu. Oh, I can't do jujitsu because I have this surgery or I have a back problem or I have a leg problem. I can't speak on that because I've never had surgeries or back problems like that. But Dennis has, and he's 72. So your excuse as to why ever, whatever, you're not doing it, I used to use him as one of those people because of that. And he and he told me something one time because uh, I asked him, like, do you ever kill like bugs and stuff? And he said, no. And he's like, I've done enough killing in my time that I've had to do. And no, I all life on earth is precious. That's what he told me. That's what he told me. For someone to go to war and see the ugliness that he's seen. I mean, think about it. He's 72. He's been in some wars. For someone to go through that and still have the mindset of life is beautiful, like all like all life matters and all of that stuff, I'm not going to go out of my way to hurt or kill something that I don't have to. You know, like to hear that from someone, that really solidified how I feel about it. Because yeah. I've always been like that with, ant- with bugs and animals and stuff like that. But there are some times where I would just kill an ant, kill a cockroach because I could. You know what I mean? Yeah. And ultimately, if you look at it, it's just a kid or an adult or whatever killing a bug. But if you look at the intention behind it, hey, I'm bigger than this bug. 
I'm going to squish it because I can or because I'm scared of it or because it's it's dangerous, whatever the whatever it is. Right. The intention behind it is what was wrong. It's not the fact that you're killing a bug. It's the fact that you're telling yourself I can do this because I have more power or I'm bigger, I'm stronger, or I'm scared of it. So I'm going to eliminate it just because we can do something doesn't make it right. Right. Yeah. Just because you can cheat on your wife or husband or whatever doesn't mean you should just because you can beat your wife or beat your husband because that exists too let's not forget that doesn't mean you should just because you get in a fight with someone doesn't mean you have to hit them just because they hit you doesn't mean that you have to hit them back are there some situations where maybe that might be necessary of course 100 percent. does it have to happen all the time no um do you have to tithe every week or every month or whatever? No, you don't have to. God wants you, if you're going to give money to the church or to God or whatever, first off, anything and everything that exists is God's anyway, no matter what you think about it. God created anything and everything that created that money. Okay, so it's his, whether we like it or not. Tithing is a way of showing that we are honoring, uh, is a way of showing that we have faith in God and that he will do for us what is needed as long as, you know, we have faith in him and we um, allow his will to be done. Here's the thing, though. Have you ever tithed but not want to? But you just did it because you're like, oh, like I tithe every week. I, I have to do it this week, even though I can't. That's the time that God looks at the most is the time you tithe, but you, okay, let me, let me rephrase how I say this because I'm kind of playing both sides of the fence. So while you're thinking about what you're going to say, I already have it. Okay. God gives us everything. So tithing is a way of us showing our faith to him. God does not want us to not want to give him money. God doesn't want us to not want to come to church. Like if, if you don't want to come to church to serve, don't, you're better off staying home because your heart's not in the right place. When you tithe be out of guilt, because you don't want someone to think like, Oh my gosh, they're not tithing. God doesn't want that money. He's not looking at that money the same. Now when you, and this is where I was almost playing both sides of the fence. I was kind of catching, I caught myself. If you tithe knowing you can't afford to, but you do it anyway because you're putting your faith in God. That's the time he looks at you the most. Not the time you put the $100 bill in. The time you put your last dollar in is the time God loves the most. Not the $100 bill that you put in because you could. Oh, I have $10,000 in my pocket. I'm going to put $100 in today. That's very generous. And that's good that you think that way. There's nothing wrong with that. But go and do that. Go put that $100 bill in there when that's your only $100 that you got. Yeah. Then. That, that's supposed to be your food money for the week. Exactly. That is when we struggle. Like the most is when we're forced into that kind of situation. We're like, oh, hey, you say you believe in me. You say you have faith in me. Prove it. So. Ooh, it's so hard. That is. I, it's, it's real funny that you brought that up. Because. Well, it's stuff. I, I, this is all stuff I deal with, too. You think I tithe every week? Mm -mm. I don't tithe at all. It okay. Like, it's rare. Okay. And it's something that I've always struggled with. Okay. Especially now that I'm like 
God does not want you to go bankrupt either, though. Don't think that. Yeah. Don't think you have to go out of like. Don't start taking food out of like your like your family's mouth to go tithe to the church. God doesn't want that either. So I don't do that. Okay, but it's like every time I even think about it, I'm like, well, I only make so much an hour. Uh, and 10% of that is this, mm-hmm. and with that I could do this, mm-hmm. but I won't be able to do that if I give it to the church. Yeah. Like, God has nothing to do with it. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't see it as giving money to God. I see it giving money to the church. Okay. And I say, well, they've already got everything they need. Mm-hmm. Oh, no, God, you know, you're not giving our money to God. We're just, it's a way of us showing, like, hey, you're you're taking that money and you're saying, "Hey, I don't idolize you. I idolize God. God is God is my God, not you. You're not my God." When you tell when you this is how I look at it for myself. And I'm not saying anyone else should do this. The way I look at it for myself, if I put money in the tithe thing, right? In the little envelope, the little basket they come by, whatever it is, whatever it is, you donate money to the church. When you do that, you're proclaiming hey i have faith in god and whatever he, you know whatever happens to this money whatever but you're also saying like this doesn't have power over me when you say hey i can't i can't i can't put money in the tithe box this week why why i, I gotta feed my family okay hey that's a legit reason but then you turn around and go do something else with it yeah uh, see you know what the weird thing is for me is i have a bit of an issue putting money in the tight box. Okay. Money. But if the church asks for like school supplies or like Oh yeah, people will donate, like of course. Yeah. Like that, Which I'm is like, good too. That's a that's a that's a form of tithing in my opinion. So it's it's odd that I have an issue with dropping a check in the box. Okay. But when they ask for like um school supplies or something, I'm like, babe, we're going to the store right now. Yeah, well, because when you put the money in the in the box, you also have it in. At least for me, you sometimes have it in the back of your head, like. But do you know for sure that the church is gonna, or whoever takes this, right? How do I know for sure that someone doesn't come by? Not even the church. Someone doesn't just come by and take this money out, right? How do I know that? Let's say you do go to a church that would do this. I don't think our church would ever do this. But let's say you go to a church that is taking money and like almost in a way embezzling it into like keep more for themselves or what however they, i don't know the process the money goes through when you give it to a church honestly um but if you have a church that's doing that that's between them and god what but you're what between you and god is already done you put that money in full faith that it's gonna it, i don't need that that's basically what you're saying is i don't need this money i like i do but i don't like without god this, this doesn't mean anything to me you can have all the money in the world and be without God and still be broke, bro. Because the IRS comes and takes your house and car. All your money gets taken away, whatever. What's what's left What's left of you if you never had a relationship with God? Bitterness, I would think. I, bitterness and just, I mean, pride, selfishness. I don't know. I don't know. But it, it can't be good because anything that's not with God isn't isn't good. When God made everything, he said what? And it was good. And it was good. But when he made us, he said what? You don't know? No. I, it was I, really good. It's been, it's been nine years since I read Genesis, dude. Gotcha. Oh, I don't have my phone. I left my phone at your house. Dang it. 
I want to say, yeah, I want to say it's when he got to us, when he made humans, he said, and it, I, when, when he made men, and it was really good. And then the seventh day he rested. I believe that's the order of everything, right? Um, could be wrong. Could be wrong. I just read, I just read Genesis the other day. I shouldn't be wrong. <laughs> um, but um, as far as our point, I think, I think that's how some, how we can look at things sometimes is more of just for us like self like like it comes from a selfish place sometimes we we kind of look like i i feel like we kind of look at our face through rose-colored glasses right we see what we want to see we hear what we want to hear not necessarily the truth not necessarily what we need to hear or see, mm-hmm. but what suits us. Mm-hmm. And that's the struggle. Yeah. And that's something you and I both are dealing with on kind of opposite ends. Mm-hmm. Is because we're we're seeing things and because we're seeing that we're like, oh, well, I guess it's not as bad or it's, you know, it could be better. But it's because what we want to see, like... I'm dealing with negative stuff in my life right now, in my own head. Like, my life is great. Probably the best it's ever been. Mm-hmm. But in my head, I'm like, man. I just had the this same conversation. sucks. Yeah. I just had the same conversation with, with Johnny, my my uh, coach. He, we, Him and I had a conversation the other day. And um, I had kind of, we were t- kind of talking about a little bit of what I'm dealing with. Like, I'm dealing with stuff in my head. Um more of just uh i guess guilt i guess like i'll i'll, I'll overwork myself physically because i don't want to stop because i'll feel i feel like i'm letting people down like mm-hmm. that was one of the like one of the things i talked to him about was the fight like i feel like i'm letting i let people down if you by do by not doing the fight but if we look at the whole picture it's probably not good that i do the fight because if you're not in your head prop, you know if you're not right in your head it doesn't matter how physically capable you are your 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 brain is or your mindset and everything that's what what that's everything especially going into a comp any type of competition um and he had you know he he told me he's like yeah dude just like relax like take time and work on yourself here's the thing though from what i'm hearing you're taking this time like like right you didn't do the fight you're taking this time to to work on stuff but then the whole time you're working on stuff you're constantly beating yourself up mm-hmm. so the way i looked at it is like so i basically said hey i don't want to fight just to go fight myself that's basically what i'm doing and so it it felt good to hear him like dude life is great right now and he explained to me he's like dude this is your life right now like literally explained it he's like you you work a job you love Right at 20, I'm about to be 27. So I'm 27 and I already have a career that is going to benefit the rest of my life. You have a, you have a job that you love. You don't hate it. You don't work a nine to five. You pretty much make up your own schedule. You, you know, you take, you, you have, we have long breaks in between classes. So you have a long lunch break, like on the days you are here, you're loving it because you teach jujitsu. Like you don't hate your job when you're here. Yeah. Like there's been days where I've been at the gym 8 a.m. to 10 p.m., 11 p.m. Like and with like an hour break between. But it was okay because that's not every day for me. And it's not that often that I do that for a long period of time. But even if it was like 
I'm bettering people's lives and I'm bettering my own jujitsu through teaching it. So how am I like, how is that bad? That's just the jujitsu part. I have a family that loves me, that supports everything I do. Uh, I have, you know, my, my kid is healthy. My wife is healthy. All like, there's literally no reason to be depressed or being in our head, but why are we in our head? Because in, out of, you know, out of all of that that's going on, we're not letting our brain relax and breathe. We're relaxing and breathing our body, our body's doing it, but our brain is still going. Right. And that's a problem we all like we have, I've seen you have it. You've seen me have it like literally in the middle of it. You're like, bro, you're just doing what you just yelled at me about yesterday. Not yelled at me, but told me, Hey, you do this. And then I turned around and did it. Right. Why do we feel that way then? Like, why do we feel mentally trained? Because we don't spend time reading the word, talking to God and just sitting and meditating for a little bit in the word and in, and in his word. So glad you brought that up too. Cause like we already mentioned, uh, if you're listening to episodes in order, you should be like a weekend of the challenge. Mm-hmm. And it was really, it's only 10 minutes, but I've already been doing it aside from he's lying. He hasn't sent me nothing. Well, because you said you didn't want me to send you anything, but I've been, spending, we've been doing the challenge with him. I, I, I've been doing it with myself. Oh, which is why I have failed because Thursday, Friday, Saturday. You didn't do anything. I didn't do anything because mm. I was just uh, Thursday. I was exhausted because I was at work and it pissed me off because stuff happened and I was about ready to throw my badge at my boss. Okay. I said, I don't care. I'm just, I'm done. Um, and then Friday I went out with some friends. Thanks for the invite. I'm just messing with you, dude. (laughs) uh, Which that was, that was a really fun time. That's good. I skipped out on training for that, Mm -hmm. which I wasn't feeling happy about. Why though? Why didn't, why didn't you feel, why did you feel that way about training? Like, because I've missed, I've missed a lot lately for various reasons. Okay. And I'm just like, man, this, this is not what I signed up for. So I didn't sign up for me to skip. I end up for me to do this and make progress, but I'll, I'll level with you. Last couple times I've been on the mat, it hasn't felt the, the same. same. I know what that is, is that's called burning yourself out. So you can get burned out in a lot of different ways. I didn't know this. I just learned this recently. Apparently I've been burning myself out of jujitsu for like the past year and a half, almost two years. I didn't even know that. I was like, wait, that makes no sense. Like, I enjoy doing it. He's like, no, no, no. Yeah, you do. But here's the thing. On your days off, do you still go in and work or teach or do anything related to teaching or jujitsu? I'm like, yeah. I'll go in like, okay, so sometimes I work Mondays. Sometimes I work Saturdays. The Saturdays I don't work, I don't go to class. I'll go in for like a few privates. And then I'll take – because my wife works on Saturdays. So I take my son – to the gym, I do my privates, and then we all leave together. So to me, in my head, okay, that's not, but that's not really working. I'm just doing a few privates. All right. Okay, Sunday, what do you do on Sunday? Every Sunday, I go to church and I teach. Oh, do you? So not only do you not take your days off from work, because you you take the days you take, you know, off, and then you go and do jujitsu anyway. Yeah. Teaching it, training it, whatever. But then you also do that, but then your Sunday, like your main day off, like, okay, this is God day. You go and serve. Okay, but I enjoy it. 
like I enjoy serving. I don't go to like I don't go if I go to church thinking like man like oh, I really don't feel like doing this today. Then I will not go. I'll let Haley know like hey I'm not going to be there tomorrow or whatever. Um that way, you know, that way I'm not there not in the right mindset like we were talking about earlier. So for the past year and a half, two years. And there are some times where I do take my day off and this is all my own choice. Yeah. This is what I decide to do for the past year or two or year or two. I haven't really technically had a day off except for when we have breaks. So like, for example, Thanksgiving break. Yeah. I don't, we don't, we're closed for that week. I might do something jujitsu related during that week. I might do spend a day doing privates. Maybe we do an open mat. Those are the times I'll actually take my break. So like three or four times a year. Yeah. And it's, it's, you wanted to get together yesterday and record. Yeah, I was down. I was like, Hey, after I get out of church, I'm down. you were like, no, how about you take today off <laughs> and then relax, which was a good thing. Cause when I got home, Cynthia already had a whole day planned out. Yeah. Cause you were like, I'll meet you. Like I'll pick you up and go to the gym and record. I'm like, you've been at the gym six days this week. Like step back. Yeah, which I have been doing, and I've noticed it has been helping. I I am I did burn myself out, but I didn't think I did because I never felt the I don't want to be here feeling. I never felt like, man, I freaking dread waking up and going to work today. Like, I've never felt that. So I didn't look at it as I was burning myself out. I wasn't physically. I was mentally. See, that's kind of different for me because it's like I've never – I've actively been like, I want to go to jujitsu. Like I want to get away from where I'm at right now. Okay. But when I get there, it's like, I'm thinking about being somewhere else. Okay. So what you're doing is you're burning yourself out somewhere. And what you need to do is you need to find that enjoyment in jujitsu again. So when was the last time we did a private? Okay, exactly. No wonder you haven't been having fun at jujitsu. We haven't been spending our time together. Yeah. And then when we do in class, I can't cater to just you because you're in group class, right? So, you know, that's that's one thing I've noticed too is because my regular sparring partners aren't there. Mm-hmm. Uh, JT. They can help you out, right? Yeah, yeah. JT and Eddie haven't been there. Or at least I haven't been there when they're there. And I'm like, dude, it's not the same. Well, and that's what, that's what hurts sometimes. That's what can hurt our jujitsu or our faith or even, I wouldn't really say the family is like, if you just have like, like if you go to class one day and there's just a bad partner, like you just get partnered with a bad partner. Like they're not good for you. They're not bad people. They're just that their type of partnership is not good for you. Right. Sometimes that happens and it can ruin like your experience for the day of jujitsu. And that's why strategic partnering is very important. And that's why we try to always strategically partner. Here's the problem with you. We've never had your case. Like uh, we've never had a student that can't use their legs. So it's hard to partner you with someone where you both get work. Yeah. Because I can make sure you get work. It's making sure your partner gets work too. So that's the issue, which is why, you know, you guys have put me in triangles, which is great. But I always feel like either... I think this is the issue. I okay. Feel, I feel like either I'm not getting the rep in, I'm not getting the time, or I'm taking. So either way, I feel guilty. 
that's just part of your situation because that's, I, that's I, kind of the reality of well remember remember when you came in when you came in you were saying that you wanted to do group classes and i recommended hey maybe we don't do group classes right away because we want to figure out where you're at right yeah i think that was just because i wanted to be on the mat more because i wanted to be away from everything else and the mat was my way out mm -hmm. where now it's now i've kind of gotten past that i'm just wanting out and now it's like i just want to develop Now we're good. Okay, three, two, one, boom. Okay. Now we're actually recording because I had the mic's music. <laughs> yeah, so you broke your mic. I did not break my mic. I accidentally okay. was moving. The, okay, I was moving the computer because I was trying to type something. And I don't like my little setup that I have right here where I have to reach around my microphone. So we're going to fix that for next time. Uh, but I accidentally unplugged mine. And I wanted to make sure we weren't going to continue the episode where you couldn't hear me at all. So I paused it real quick. So back on what we were talking about, how you had mentioned when, well, how I mentioned when you first came to class, you wanted to do group classes. So that's a little bit of the sacrifice that you take about the whole, like, I want to make sure my partner gets a rep and then I get a rep in too. They are going to have to sacrifice some of their time for you because we don't know the modifications for all the techniques yet for you. Yeah. And so in a group class trying to figure that out they're your partner to help figure that out with you well if they don't know the move nearly as good as like let's say i do or blint or danny or anyone that ever helped you uh jonathan eddie if they don't have the move down or their knowledge of jiu-jitsu isn't to where like ours is at you're not really getting help because they're just as lost and confused as you are so that's why we try to always part strategic strategically partner you with someone that we know is okay kind of sacrificing a little bit of their time to help you yeah eventually that won't be the way dude like eventually you'll come in and you're like hey do your move normal however you do it and then i'll just do my move and i'm just getting reps that's all it is reps 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 drillers make killers so you had mentioned you know you had, <clears throat> you you did initially say hey why don't we do like the maintenance mold um where it's what is it one private and one yeah so if you so if you for whatever reason like your schedule gets out of whack or whatever so, something happens where you're like oh hey i think i have to quit jujitsu because of money schedule whatever we have a maintenance mode thing that you can do so basically what it is is if you sign up for maintenance mode i i don't know what happens with your price and what you pay i think it either goes up stays the same goes i don't know but basically what maintenance mode is is you can come to two group classes a month and get two free privates a month yeah but that's only four training sessions a, uh, a month that you were like yeah i don't want to do that um because all of that is like you pay and then the privates you don't pay for you get those privates for free anything more than that you have to pay for so yeah. if you wanted four privates you have to pay for those other two um so that's a kind of like a, a thing we have so that way if we do have a student that's like maybe they want to leave because of scheduling and they don't want to miss or whatever like that gives them a little bit more of a hey don't leave stay with us but let's work together yeah. you know so that's always still on the table 
So is like I said, you know, I think at the time when I came in, I was like, I just want to be on the mat because mm-hmm. the mat's my escape. Um, but you also have a history of jumping into stuff a little like premature. I'm not saying you jumped into jujitsu. No, you're you're absolutely right. I do have that history. And I don't think that is the case with jujitsu. But it's okay. I have the same issue. Um, No, see, your issue is you Uh, jump into things, you jump in head first, and like all the way, someone tells you, hey, you know, we're going to go swimming. You like look at the pool. And everyone's like, let's get in the let's get in the shallow end first and just kind of swim to the deep end. You're like, nope. I'm just going to jump right into the deep end and figure it out. <laughs> I'm not even going to jump in the deep end, bro. I'm a, look, there's a diving board. I'm going to dive into the deep end. Yeah. Yeah. That is me. So it, it's weird because we're like, I'm the one that thinks he plans everything out. And because he plans everything out, it looks like he's jumping like – ahead of the gun, which I do, because I get excited, and I'm like, yo, we could do t-shirts, you know, this, 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 and this, um, and then, you know, I guess I kind of burn myself out, because I get, like, super excited about it, mm-hmm. and I get super excited about the future, and I don't focus on the present, mm-hmm. and I burn myself out, whereas you, you get into something, and you're like, I'm going to give it everything. Before I even know everything about the task. Yeah. So the first time I went mountain biking, I've never been mountain biking. I've been biking. Like I've ridden a bike. I've ridden a mountain bike. I've never been mountain biking. I went. Now I've, there's levels for sure. 100%. Like there was one I went and I was like scared because I'm like one wrong turn. I'm falling off the edge of a cliff. Like the road is the the size of my tire maybe a little wider like if one wrong turn whoop fall gone i wouldn't have died but i would have been hurt like falling down a hill is not fun um but the first time i went mountain biking my buddy uh ironically enough his name is aaron too uh he said hey so here's what's going to happen once we reach this part there's a little bit of a lift where you go up, like where you ride up a hill. But then once you reach the top, you go down a hill, but it's all rocks, like hard dirt, soft sand, and just sharp, giant freaking rocks. I'm like, all right. He's like, so when we get through that, just follow me and I'll guide us. That didn't happen. I went ahead of him, but I didn't even know the path. I don't even know the path. I was riding with him. But then at some point, he's like, here, just go ahead and just follow this road up, boom, boom, boom. And then once you get to the top, there's the rocks. So once you get to the top, though, don't go down. Wait for me. I went down. <laughs> I survived, okay, because I'm here. But at the end, I see why. Because I'm like partway down, I was like, it's not that big of a deal. But once I started reaching the end <laughs> where all the big, big rocks were, that's where I got scared. So there's like the, this like turn you have to do. But if you come in too fast, you're not turning. You're going to look like Lightning McQueen trying to turn before he knew how to drift and he flies off the edge. That's what you're going to look like. So, except there's no edge. It's just giant rocks. And instead <laughs> of ka-chow, you're saying ka-ow? Ka-splat. <laughs> so, so, yeah, I went, I went straight down. And, yeah, he started laughing. He started cracking up and was like, man, you scared me. Like, I, I thought I was going to have to call Johnny and tell him why his teacher died. Like, because he didn't listen to direction. 
But yeah, I just dive into things too much without thinking about it. You think so much, you think like, oh, I can go into it now. Or like, no, no, no. Like, you still have to wait. And yeah, uh, that's like how you and I work. And I'm sure there's people listening to this like, wow, that's me. That's you. That's whatever, right? Which it's it's kind of funny because both of us have these things that require hindsight in different aspects that we don't have. Mm -hmm. But God does. And he puts us in these situations knowing that we're going to get through it. Mm -hmm. But in the meantime, you and I are just like, I, I can't even say what I want to say because I'm just like daring headlights. See, this would work if we had YouTube. What do you mean? <laughs> like if we did a like a vlog, like instead of the mic, well, and the mics if we had a camera too. Yeah, no, thank yeah. you. I don't want to ever do video. You think editing audio is hard or bad? <laughs> yeah, I, I don't. I don't even really know that much about editing audio. Only the little bit I've learned with you. But from what I've heard from people that do it, it video is way harder because like when we edit this, it's just voicing and making sure the words match. When you edit video though, like you don't want it to look all choppy where like one minute you're sitting this way and then the next minute your head's leaning the other way, like it, within the matter of a second where it didn't make sense. Yeah. So you and I both watch anime. Uh, we both watch dubs. Probably a little, probably a little bit more than we should though. Yeah, <laughs> um, definitely a lot less than we did, or at least I did, because mm -hmm. before... I never had access to it, so I never got to watch it like that. Before I had Korra, and even... Okay, before we get into this, though, is this going to have a point to it, or are we just going to go in talking about... Uh, just talking about it? No, I was just going to say, before I had Korra, and you know, like even before I got married, like it was actually a problem in my life. Watching it too much. Because I would literally just play video games and watch anime. Mm -hmm. So much that I would get up from the computer with the headset on, listening to the Japanese words, and I would walk like to the fridge and think I knew what they were saying. But my point was, is how many times have we watched a dub of a show? And the, the words don't match up with the lip movements. Yeah, and, and it's it annoying. Automatically kills the show. We're yeah, just... I or or it lags or yeah. like they voice it, then you hear it. I hate. Yeah, that. like the show can be good, but we'll turn it off because things don't line up. Yeah, visually, but when if you listen to it, it's fine. Yeah, so that's the issue you have when you edit video, mm -hmm. and then I feel like that's the issue we have in life. Okay. Is how many times do we think things don't line up? Okay. But that's because we're in it and we can't see the whole road. Mm -hmm. it, that it could be because we made a decision that took us off the original path we were supposed to be on. And now God has to kind of gear us back towards the path he wants us on. Yeah. Right. Like how we talked about deja vu, right? We did, did we talk about that on the air? Did we edit yeah, that out? The deja vu. And yeah. Um, so I have a guy, uh, that I know that it basically explained what deja vu is in his opinion is, is it's that's your, your soul recognizing that it's on the proper path that it should be on, that God wants you to be on. Like that's what deja vu is. That's his opinion. That's what he feels. Right. Um, I, I, I like it. I agree with it. Some people say like, Oh, deja vu is, uh, I've heard this one. Oh, what was it? Oh, is, 
deja vu is basically you, but in your other, in another universe and you guys linked up and had the same thought for a second or something like that. So it's like some multiverse theory thing or something. Like that. I've heard all kinds of stuff about deja vu. There's also, I also heard, oh, deja vu is you linking up with your reincarnated self. And like, I've heard all kinds of, you know, stuff on it. I, I, I agree though. I like the, it's a way that your soul recognizes that it's on the path because it's so like unexplainable. Like you can't explain, we all know what deja vu is, but we can't like really explain it that well. Like, like in, in the moment, you know, like, Whoa, I just had, had deja vu. It's like, it's hard to like, like, am I dreaming right now? Or am I really awake? Like, am I really awake right now having deja vu or am I, or am I asleep? Like, it's, it's like that weird, like, it's a weird feeling, right? Like that you just unexplainable feeling. Um, so how do you feel with everything that we've been dealing with or not dealing with, but everything that we've done today, we're in a room, obviously the, the acoustics are different in here because we were listening to it in between takes and we were like, wow, like this actually sounds pretty good. We, we like this. How do you feel? I like it. I feel like it might be a better situation. Mm-hmm. Because Because you're sitting on a bed with pillows falling asleep? No wonder. Yeah, of course it's a better situation for Kurt. Well, I'm over here sitting on a chair in the corner, bro, with a a laptop and a microphone in front of me. Hey, I wanted to sit on the stool. I want you to be comfortable. I'm just pointing it out. To to fasten your microphone to something. But uh, I, I think this might be a better situation because... If we are recording during class time and Johnny needs to come up to the office. Yeah, yeah, we yeah, we're not we're a guest at the gym, yeah. you know, like if someone comes in the office, it is what it is. And um, this wasn't even that this was just, hey, like, it's probably better if I just pick you up, take you to my house and then we just go back because it just made more sense for today. But after hearing it, I think it all, this all came out pretty good. I think for just a random episode, like we kind of like, you were like, Hey, what do we talk about? I'm like, let's just do a filler episode. Let's just talk. Let's just have a normal conversation, but try to gear it towards what we're like, don't let's just not just go off talking about Batman or star Wars or something. Like, let's actually like try to connect everything to what we want, what we are here for, but let's just have a normal, natural conversation. I actually think it was pretty good. Yeah, because Aaron talked the whole time. And I slept. Dude, I love your voice. Like you like one of the things you mentioned to me when we first started this was you don't like your voice, you don't like your tongue clicking, you don't like hearing yourself, blah 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 blah. Bro, I actually enjoy listening to you. Like it's really cool. Like I know I talk a lot, but I think that's just more of me. I know you're not used to public speaking and and like coming up with stuff on the on the fly i'm not that great at it either but i have a little bit more experience in it and i think me talking a lot is kind of a way of me i guess kind of us holding hands in a way we're like when i stop i look at you like okay you turn you're like uh deer in headlights (laughs) so but you're getting better it's it's weird because lately i feel like the changes that i've said are kind of I don't want to use the word profound. Okay. Then don't use the word profound. But I don't know what other word to use. Okay. Um, they, I'm not good I, with I, dictionaries I feel, and I feel like what I have to definitions. say, like it, it's kind of like it speaks. Like I hear myself say that and I'm like, 
that doesn't sound like something I would normally say. But well, remember, wow. well, remember though too. Like we are trying to be the best we can. We're trying to be filters, not filters, but like a way that God could speak through us to to them. So we are using microphones. We are trying to be a microphone for God. Sure, if that's how you want to look at it, yeah, that's that's what we're trying to do. But we're trying to do it to the best of our ability because we're still very new. One, at this two in our faith. Like I'm a little farther along than you, but I'm we're still yeah. like brand new, dude. Like we're white belts when it comes to our faith. But look at that. Look at what you can do, even just being new at something. We're we're not the greatest. Like we're not scholars in Bible study. Like we don't we didn't go to college and learn how to be like pastors and we know the Bible's like the back of our hand. But look at what we're doing. We're still able to speak God's word a little bit. We're also able to do a little bit of therapy with each other, right? Like we're talking about stuff, not talking about, but we're bringing things up that we realize is faults on us. Like they are our faults and stuff we need to fix, right? We're not trying to come up with excuses. It's like, oh, I like Halloween. So I'm just going to come up with an excuse. Like we know we, we're, we're like owning up to it. We're owning up to our mistakes or any or anything that we need to own up to. And we're doing it publicly. But we're not doing it to tell them, hey, look at how good we are, how bad we are. We're doing it to show them, look, if we can do it, so can you. Yeah. Now, do you have to make a – does everyone have to make a podcast? No. But the fact that you may feel that because of wherever your status is in your job or in life, like just because you're the janitor doesn't mean you can't give the CEO some tips, right? You don't have to be like the top dog to, to, to teach someone or to spread God's word. God didn't go to the people that had everybody's attention, like to, to, to go listen to. He went to the people that had everybody's attention in negative ways and he flipped it. That's what Jesus did. He took the person that was faulty and everybody looked at like, Oh, look at that person. How could he even be around them? And he used them the way the way they were intended to be right like he you he worked through i want to say use because that sounds bad he worked his he worked the god magic that god does right and he affected those people's lives in ways that we could never imagine could you imagine going and finding a bum living under the bridge in victorville and then in like five years he's a ceo of a company and you're the one that like helped him went and got him and helped get him to all that could you imagine doing all that all the work it would take to do all that like that's insane Getting but here's the and- yeah exactly but here's the thing look at the day and age we're in look at all the technology and everything we have and jesus did it when we didn't have none of that and still made that big of an impact on the world that's insane so the whole point that i'm trying to make is no matter how small or little or whatever you feel like you are we were talking about it earlier oh no it wasn't you it was me and um a student i was giving a, a test to i had asked her have you ever seen bugs life and she said, no, it actually kind of hurt me a little bit. I was like, no, you've never seen Bugs Life? Anyway, what was like the main point of that story? The, what was it? The grasshopper, whatever his name was, didn't want the ants to understand what? That if they rise up against them, that they outnumber them. Yeah. But, to the, but in the ants' mind, what were they? They were ants. They were small. They were weak. They were there to just work. And then just, that's it. And then, you know, we'll just, we'll accept whatever comes with it. As long as we're a little comfortable, we're okay. But it took one tiny little ant to be like, nah, no, this is wrong. We 
have just as much right to blah, 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 right? And that was like the whole point of that. Remember when David went to Goliath? What did he go up to Goliath with? A rock. He brought a rock to a sword fight. Who won? The rock. No, God did. Because David came to Goliath with that with with God. With God. God was working through David. God was there with the rock. God was there when it hit. Like you don't you don't go to you don't go and you and disrespect God. That's basically what David went out and proved. David Daniel. David or Daniel? Am I mixing my my name my name? No, it's David. Yeah, David and Goliath. I, I mixed my name up in my head for a second. Um but like he brought a rock to a sword fight and won against a giant. Like, but it wasn't Dave, it wasn't him, it wasn't the rock, it was the fact that he came with what? Yeah. Oh my god, exactly. So no matter how small you feel, just know you can make a difference. You throw a boulder into a lake, it'll make a big splash. You throw a pebble into a lake, it'll make a tiny splash. But eventually, it'll reach the whole lake. It'll cover the whole lake, that, that little tiny wave. It just takes a little bit longer. You can create a tidal wave with a million pebbles. There you go. Jiu-jitsu. I don't know where that comes in. I just say jujitsu after everything. Would you like I, I, to pray out? I was out, thinking or would you... that the whole time, dude. Okay. Would you like to pray out or would you like me to pray out? Um... I don't know. All right, I'll pray out. I'll pray out. No, we don't have to rock, paper, scissors for it. I'll pray. I got you. Dear Heavenly Father, we thank you for allowing us to come together today. We we thank you for allowing us to wake up and listen to your word. Um, we, We ask that you take this message and you speak it into people's hearts however they need to hear it, however you need them to hear it. We thank you for everything you always provide for us and... In your precious name, amen. Amen.